<clears throat> All right, everyone. Thank you for joining me here. Jo joining me today, this evening, this morning, wherever you're at in your day. Thank you for listening. I'm joined here with my good friend, Danny Tanabe. How are you doing, sir? Hello, sir. I'm doing good. <laughs> I did the la Oh, my gosh. I posted a video of us on Instagram <coughs> last time you were here, and the audio was pretty funny. I think it was like, don't tempt me. Or don't tease me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was like 30 seconds into the podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> no, yeah, but um, if you guys haven't heard, bird is the word, and uh, me and Danny have I've known Danny for a couple years now, three, four years, three years. Yeah, I would say three, four years, four, four. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, man. Time I mean, flies. Time does fly. It feels like just yesterday we worked together. Yeah, and times were a little easier. Yeah, right. They were slower. Definitely easier, in a way. Yeah. But yeah. fun times. Yeah, they had their own struggles. <clears throat> yeah. But no, that was it was pretty fun, man. It was like a it was a cool experience to, to exactly. work there exactly. at Chris Dims and be around that kind of talent and people just with that work ethic of mm -hmm. ah It's a learning experience though. Yeah, yeah, for real. You taught me a lot there. Thank you. Oh yeah. No problem. Oh yeah. I got pretty I jacked when I was there, bro. I was strong as fuck. Yeah, I remember that. Everyone was. It was a good vibe. Yeah, everybody was happy, everybody wanted to work out, everybody smoked, mm -hmm. everybody was just on a yeah. The frequency was already, you know. It was a family vibe, too. Yeah, <clears throat> it was. Yeah. But, well, we don't have one of those anymore. No, we don't have Chris Dims or a gym at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Obvious, right? Obviously. Cause of the, no cause, gym. Because of the vid. Yeah. Some are opening up, I think. <gasps> you going? Knows. Are you going when they're opening up? Or? Uh, I'm not going to drive far if it's far, but if it's near me, like my gyms, then yeah. I'll go. Okay. Yeah. Do you miss it? I do. Kind of kicked me out of my routine. That's the main thing. I mean, that's just an excuse, you know, but um, it's definitely something you got to adapt to. Yeah. So, but. Uh, How have you adapted? Have you or, or not really? Home workouts. I, yeah. I don't do that. Ever no? since I got into weights. Oh, uh, okay. Because, you know, high school I played basketball. All right. But I never touched weights. So I didn't touch weights until I was, what, after high school, maybe 22? 23 really that's the first yeah. time you lifted up <clears throat> yeah i mean i've iron. been in the weight room but, but like not really not for... yeah didn't know anything um remember squatting like 25 pounds on each side when fitness 19 first opened oh man uh back in woodland but, yeah but i was small i was like 160s oh man what are you right now like one two yeah 208 208 yeah that's good so solid, solid. Yeah. i was about to say solid yeah. A uh, good size. I'm a little chunkier and I've been eating, but. Hey, who's not eating right now? Yeah, it's cool. If you're not eating during the, <clears throat> the vid, during the times of when all you can do is eat, mm -hmm. if you're not eating and making good food, exactly. Shame on you. Yeah. You know? But you also have to, you know, kick ass a little bit. Yeah. But it was miles. just like we were talking about the uh, maintaining. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. like, because um, I've had. It's been hard for me to maintain during this time, you know? Like most of us. Yeah, it's hard to kind of build that schedule, <clears throat> you know, that regimen, or, or it is for some of us. You know, some of us have that work ethic and that drive to just be like, oh, well, this is just something I overcome. <clears throat> and now I have to create, you know, my routine, just adjust it, you know, adapt to it. Exactly. But some of us have a tough time doing that because we're already so accustomed to what we were doing that it throws you so out of whack, you know, that there's no coming back, Jack. You're going to eat all the flapjacks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good thing, though, because it throws you a curveball, you know, so makes you feel uncomfortable. 
Definitely. Which I've definitely been more uncomfortable thing. than yeah. I, I, I would like. But yeah, it's uh, definitely something you have to adapt to because home workouts, you know, you know, obviously you're limited. You don't have weights, you know, machines, um, bands. You know, I go to my buddy's uh, spot a couple of times a week. So nice. Um, he has some weights. You know. What so are you doing there? Just, you know, upper body, lower body splits, you know, just something to stimulate. Nothing crazy. Obviously, yeah, you can't yeah. go too heavy anyway. So yeah. you're not looking to grow muscle. No, definitely. Just stay conditioned. But, um, yeah, honestly, the biggest thing for maintaining is just getting some stimulation. Just at least getting some blood flow. Something. Okay. And then as far as diet goes, you know, that's a different story. Yeah. So I eat a lot of, uh, what have I been eating during this quarantine? Something that I like to eat. Cereal has been. Oh, yeah. Cereal. I love cereal. Yeah. It's my, it's like, oh, thanks for reminding me, actually. I'm going to stop by the store. Yeah, right? Every time I'm... What's your I favorite? Ha- my favorite right now is Cheerios. It's the... Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I... <laughs> no, you, look, you gave me a look. That you were like, no, not Cheerios. But they're like <clears> the <throat> the oat cinnamon ones. And then they're like the stru- like the berry flavor. Cheerios Cheerios yeah. is underestimated. They're fuck- they've always fucked up the game. They've always had to stay their foot in the game. You know what I'm saying? They drop some different like healthy flavors, I would say. It's nothing healthy about it. Right. But it, mentally... You feel healthy. Exactly. Especially if it's like mouth pleasure. It's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, but if you want to know the secret to my, uh, to my cereal, (laughs) it's so bad, bro. Let's hear it. So I have a big bowl. Of course you have the biggest bowl you can find. Not the biggest bowl, but big spoon, you know, enough to, you look at it and you're satisfied as a person who's going to make a big ass bowl of cereal. I pour my Cheerios in, um, I cut my two bananas or a banana, one banana. Mm-hmm. Okay, I pour my milk. I pour cinnamon on top. But, you know, the big secret <clears> is <throat> I grab a couple. I grab like a fat ass spoon of peanut butter. Put that bad boy in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So far, so good. Yeah, and that that's it for me. It's sim- I feel like that's okay. I don't that's not too bad. But if I have if I have a uh, like extra granola actually in the in that's the, what I'm talking about. Yeah, if I have the extra granola in the in the pantry, or in the in the closet where the food's at. Um, it's going in there. Yeah. You know, and nice. that's a healthy bowl, you know, followed by a good cut, cl- uh, yeah, see? good not, water bottle. That's not bad at all. It's exactly what I do. I don't, I, I get the banana, but if I pass by the candy section, oh man. What, what would you put in there? <sighs> it's hard. It's tough. Uh, you know, I really like the, um, Reese's wafers. Reese's wafers. But only like gas stations have. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Twix, the Kit Kat birthday cake. You put this in cereal. Yeah, you break it up and you just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the banana, you? of course, so it's healthy. Yeah, the banana and the. Yeah. Maybe blueberries. I love Ooh, blueberries. Yeah, strawberries keep, are good. Yeah, strawberries. Strawberries are good. Mm-hmm. I always, always keep a pack of. Uh, frozen Did you say wild. blueberries? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is very good in cereal. Yeah, I'll very get good. frozen. Um, I second that. Wild blueberries. So. Um, but yeah, other than that. Man. Yeah, that, that's honestly, that's like my, I, that's like my cheat. I like that. That's my like, I'm going to just enjoy this. Yeah, definitely. But I do try to, you know, maintain my carbs to protein kind of ratio in my head. Exactly. And then just kind of dive in, mm-hmm. not dive in too much, but, you know, just make sure I'm offsetting it with a lot of cardio. Lately, I've been doing a lot of cardio mm-hmm. and in my head. I'm burning all these calories anyway. You know, I'm just feeding yeah, the machine. That's exactly. What, you know, as long as you're moving, it's a process. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. I mm. anybody who's out there, just fucking 
now that the gyms are closed, now you don't really have an excuse, I would say. Just go run, walk yeah. a couple miles, three miles, four miles. Get it done. It's like a night. It's an hour out of your day. <clears throat> Honestly, you know? the best thing if you is have that time. 30 minute walk every morning when you get up before Fasted breakfast. cardio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get it in. Yeah. What is uh, Mark Bell? He does like, what, I think two miles. Does he really? Yeah. Two mile walk or something like that. He's on that carnivore diet. He must have a lot of energy. All meat, all day. Yeah. Just fucking like a fucking animal. Probably. Have you seen know, him? I, I've never. Yeah, I haven't seen him lately. But he's fucking shredded. Is he? Yeah, he's. He's like know, a. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, I couldn't either. All meat. I like my carbs. I like rice. I like tortillas. I like. I like food. Yeah. I'm but too I mean, much of a foodie to cut out food. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, but I guess I could do it for a couple months if I put my mind to it. But would I want to do it? Exactly. That's the key. And why would you do it? Just for Instagram likes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there you, you know go. What I mean? yeah, so yeah. people would be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I, um, it helps a lot of autoimmune disease. Yeah. So that's, that's what they're saying. Um, Jordan B. Peterson, he's a, he's a college professor, I believe. He has a PhD and whatnot. And he had an autoimmune disease. I forget what it was, but he switched to all meat and like he's way healthier, mm-hmm. the strongest he's ever been. The be- the most that he's the best he's ever felt is, is now. And he's an older, not older gentleman, but, you know, definitely not 21. Yeah. I mean, red meat has like tons of micronutrients and people think vegetables have a lot, but no red meat. Yeah. Especially, you know, I believe in like uh, gay meat, like boar, okay. stuff like that, you know, venison. Oh, I had uh, bison the other day. Bison. Bison really was pretty good. good. Even mixing it up, like uh, salmon, seafood. Ahi tuna. Ahi tuna. Otos. Yeah. Oh, you know about it's, otos. Yeah, they do, man. It's 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 the best. It's like the yeah. best hidden little <clears throat> secret. It's not a secret. Have you been there lately? Yeah. Have you? I haven't. Yeah, it's long. cool. You There's have a to bakery have a that's like right next door that I like. Oh. I forgot what it's called. Japanese bakery. I'll have to check it out. What's a good Japanese pastry? I wouldn't even know. I've been into one Japanese uh, uh, <clears throat> bakery, mm-hmm. and everything was just very, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't used to it. it. You gotta go to Japan, man. Yeah? Save your money. Save it? I'm going this year. I'll go with you. If you want. T- put me in your no one's No one said yes yet. Really? Yep. What's the ticket look like, the price? Um... You know, we, we can go the cheap way. So I can get right now. Do I look like yeah, I got to go the cheap way? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm but totally joking. I, the last couple of times I went, I went cheaper way. So okay. it was like 800 bucks. All right. But you're going to have a layover in Korea, Thailand, or not Thailand, Taiwan. For some hours. For a couple hours, yeah. So it's a, it takes a whole day to get there versus up to $1,200 is a direct flight. But it's nicer. Yeah. No headaches, no stress. Twelve hundred dollars. Something to think about, children. Mm-hmm. But that's no. not bad. Yeah, twelve hundred. Um, so you just pay for your food over there, which is not a lot. Um, place to stay. I mean, I have family. You know, maybe we'll be probably getting an Airbnb here and there, but it's like sixty dollars a night, hundred dollars oh, a night. Oh, that's nice. It's not that bad. Um, transportation's cheap. So nice. yeah, let me know. Where would be go- Where would we go first? Well, we'd be in Tokyo. Okay. I'm sure we'd have something planned. All right. But we'd but what was like, what would be one place? Like, I had to try this. We go probably Kyoto. Kyoto? Which is like the older part of Japan. So nicer, you know, more of the uh, the temples. 
Stuff like traditional? that. Traditional? Older, tra- yeah, yeah, traditional. Mm-hmm. Nice. Do you, is that your favorite spot when you go? I've been there. It's been a while since I've been there. Okay. But there's a park there that uh, there's a bunch of deer. And you feed them. You know, they're just roaming around. Hanging out. So, yeah, it's been a while. But Getting the itch. Yeah. Well, this year since this whole coronavirus, I'm not competing. So this time when I go, it'll be for pleasure. Yeah, just relaxing. Versus last year, you know, it was kind of stress the whole week. I was getting ready for my show and the last. Not week, the same mindset. Yeah, not the same mindset exactly. You know, and I was You're, more restrictive on my diet. You know, so this time I want to go. I want to actually do things. So I a couple of hikes. And, at Kyoto is what will we have there? So that's the first place. Oh, that's the park or what? what no, it's just a region. Oh, okay. It's a region. Sorry. You know, it's a city. Yeah. yeah. But uh, right. you know, Mount Fuji's by there. Ah. You know. Um, but I want to go to the nightlife too. Tokyo, right. Osaka, you know, kind of get in the hip hop scene too. All right. Because hip hop scene is growing over there. Is it really? Yeah. What, what, what cannabis what, what, scene? All right. Is it, uh, like, it's illegal? Under, is it underground? I was about it's to say, is it Definitely on the, underground, yeah. the DL? Yeah. On the, shh, don't say that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But I think it'll be fun. I think so too. I think yeah. just experiencing, um, another culture, a different life, exactly. it just fucking, Mm-hmm. adds to your arsenal of knowledge and exactly and things you can kind of you can pick up on a lot from um places you travel to mm-hmm. whether it's here in california mm-hmm. you can go nowhere here in california honestly you can go nowhere and it can be the best time if that makes any sense makes to anybody who sense. hikes or knows big sur or knows their neck of the woods you know what i mean <clears throat> you can literally go nowhere here and that's pretty cool because it's beautiful and yeah. if you have your nowhere go find it man shit go look Back home, Greenfield, it's a, it's, it's like, usually it's a, it's a road. It's, what is it? Fucking Carmel Valley Road. It's actually a famous road that you can take and it's like for scenery and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The street, I guess I don't want to be telling you where I live, but. Uh, Tell me more. I can take a street all the way from my town mm-hmm. to Carmel and see that whole scenic route. And then you're in like those million dollar homes over there in Monterey. And Damn. You know, Carmel Valley and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. It's like there's pretty, it's really weird. Yeah, of course. There's a, um, yeah, there is. There's a bunch of places you can stop. Yeah, I'm probably going to go for a drive this weekend. It's been yeah. a while. So, Carmel Valley Road, check it out. It's beautiful, yeah. man. The scenery is beautiful. I might have to stop by that Cookies SF, though. Oh, that's where you get all the good deals. All right, people, think about it. Put your thinking caps on. You're going to a designer weed place, right? The, the best of the best. Or so they say. You know, so, so I've been told Instagram declares this, the people have spoken and they are loud, you know? Um, so you go to these spots and they're going to have stuff on sale. Always. They're going to have their, their mid grade, but their mid grade is going to be better than some of the top shelf at the local place you're going to. Why is that? Because they all have designer weed place, things that were top shelf fall down or, you know what I mean? They sit there for a little bit and Mm -hmm. it's still everything's the, the fire stuff everything's quality, quality. Mm-hmm. good stuff think about it people put that good smoke in your lungs if you're gonna be smoking and token all right amen so you haven't been there yet no i haven't okay have you been but. to any cookies clubs because i hadn't either prior to that i've mm. been to connected out here in uh but they, they're not affiliated with each other anymore so. yeah i was i was i went there when they were affiliated likewise but not anymore and i don't really buy any of their products Kind of because of that reason, in a way, but yeah, also I don't because even they overprice their stuff way too much. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not what you pay for, I guess. And then obviously there's a dispute over the strains and stealing. Is there really? Yeah, if you notice, a lot of the connected cannabis strains are exactly what Burner has. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know too much about that, but I mean, you could see the pattern. Just different name now. Same stuff. Biscotti, Gushers, especially, you know. Interesting. That's why, he, that's why Cookies doesn't have Biscotti anymore. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I did not know. Yeah, I think he raps about that, too. Fuck, know. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I'm, off, I'm off of my Burner game. Usually, uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty on. I've been listening to Burner for a while, man. Yeah, like, I, yeah me too. Since I was like, Drugstore Cowboy, you know, shit. the White Album. Man, well, man Urban way Cowboy. back. Way, oh, yeah, at Bernie's. That. I haven't listened to him since I was 14. Dang. Yeah, Damn. Damn. Turning 30 this year. <laughs> All right. Years. So you listened to that album with the him and Equipto? Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a badass back album, man. Him and Jack. Nothing's like him and the Jack of back then. Yeah, right? It's just so raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people don't understand. Like, I mean, I see how he puts his... Uh, he's very different now. I would say a different rapper as to a poet when he was first coming up. Grimy. Yeah. Or, you know, that, it's that, that street hustle was in him a little more than the business hustle. Mm-hmm. I would say all business. But you can just hear the uh, the gutter out of it. You know what I mean? But he, I respect him. Definitely. For his whole He's a hustle, businessman. Man, like, it's crazy. He works. I respect him a lot, yeah. He turned down, um, I think, so much in stock, so much billion. It's like 800 million. Or something, million, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, nah, man, show me the paper first, yeah. and we'll talk about it maybe. But that's, be, that's crazy to be even offered that, you know what I mean? On yeah. that kind of platform, that kind of scale. Yeah, it's hard work, though, you know? Definitely. There's a lot of sacrifice, you know? just motivation you know yeah we all can all be in a spot like that you know it's just how hard you want to work but easier said than done definitely but you know we so, all got goals it, it, yeah of course it's just about realizing your goals uh where you're at in your life yeah. and the path you want to be on and just executing the plans you know what i'm saying yeah. but i think you also gotta be at the right place at the right time you think know? so i think so i think I don't want to say people get lucky, but I think you just got to follow your passion and keep doing what you believe in and things will fall into things place. Things will fall into place, you know. Sometimes it might fall exactly where you want it, but it's going to, you know, it pays off. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did, you know. The hard work pays off. Mm-hmm. Believe in cookies, started it. No one's ever done that. For real. Put a face, to, put a face to the brand, you know. Raps weed. about it. Now it's like a weed brand Like it's a staple Smart All these rappers rap about it bro I don't know how much they own Of the, the market But I would yeah. assume Like a third of him Be real I mean They're killing they, the game They have the cannabis club They have the strains They have the papers They have Damn. Everything you need, really need Yeah You know and Wow the They straight capitalize They both have clubs You know They do And honestly um, For everybody who doesn't know About Be Real's Uh strains and cannabis they're pretty good man he came out with this oracle it's just, uh it's like 45 dollar eighth here uh, at dr green thumbs mm. off of northgate check it out if you guys are into that kind of stuff and you're of age um and you're like six feet you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, check it out no it's really good though it's it's it was surprising i tried some uh i think it was a lemon meringue pie uh gosh there was something else there was some good stuff in there sunday driver he had or that might have been by cam but uh, sorry, I went off on the, the tangent. Fantasizing. Fantasizing. I know I had my eyes closed and I was thinking about <laughs> the glass that they're sitting in there at the spot. and You know, yeah. um, but Synergy is a really good brand to smoke yeah. as well. I just hate their uh, labels. 
They're funny, huh? They're like quirky. They're like blam at your face. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Of, I'm glad kids don't see that because ah, it's kind of. Yeah. Or maybe they do see that. Yeah. You don't know what they're seeing. They can be easily attacked, you know. Because think about ah, it, look definitely. at all the flavors. It's like peanut butter mochi and it looks so delicious. Yeah. Or but it's like. I mean, it is delicious. <laughs> in a different way, you know. The sweet tea. Yeah. You know, I want to try sweet tea. Like when you just open it, you're just, it's, like, just uh, it's like the Lord has risen. You're just like, I just want to live in it. <laughs> I just want it to live in me. <laughs> Check your movie references. I'm not even going to say it. Don't That's the pothead in everyone, though. Yeah. Everyone has that. Yeah, right. definitely. I Well, not everyone. Not sure. everyone. Uh, people sure. people haven't had the, uh, I wouldn't, I would say, I would say weed's not for everyone, but if it's for you and you haven't smoked it, smoke it try it once you know experiment have a good time i will say though a lot of people that i talk to a majority 90 percent, say that they don't like weed or they don't smoke weed because it they get paranoid i can but buy, i yeah. think that maybe they just smoke sativa there's just so many different kinds you can't just say it gets you paranoid because indicas don't do that if you get a heavy indica it gets you more relaxed kills anxiety you know couch lock yeah, for real. But with sativa, yeah, you're going to get anxiety. You're going to get paranoid. It's going to make you want to do yeah. something. It's going to make you overthink stuff. It's going to be in your me. head. It's going to be a straight head high. Yeah, exactly. But, but they don't understand that. Yeah. I think I think a lot of truth comes out when you smoke weed. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of mental truth, like not, or not mental truth, but, you know, you start looking at things in a different way. You know, you're looking at an issue one way sober, and then you're looking at it one way on marijuana, and it's a different feeling entirely. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you feel like... Should I feel like this? Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? It makes you look at things different. Like, they're just differently. Yeah. It makes you see a truth, maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why you're paranoid. And if anything, edibles do that. I yeah, edibles. If you eat enough edibles, you will see your judgment day. Yeah. You will see what will happen. I, I do that. I don't do that for the sole reasons I get nauseous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I eat too much, I get nauseous. I'll start spinning. Yeah, I don't like that feeling. Yeah, I've I'm yacked. Sure. I've thrown up before on edibles. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and then I feel better, but, you know, fuck. Yeah, that hit but that you just threw up though. That's yeah. <laughs> it's not a good It's not a good thing. It definitely dose your edibles accordingly. Eat a little bit. Hundred milligrams. Is that a lot? That's a lot. For yeah. me it's a lot. Like I like to ten max. Ten. Ten. Twenty. No way. Yeah. Well I can eat probably fifty and be cool, but hundred will make my head hurt. I I'm very sensitive to I had a bad experience um last year. I think I told you this. I had mints. Mints. Oh, like, I don't and there, there were 100 milligrams in the whole package, but I hadn't ate any. I don't know how many mints. It was like, what, five mints? Uh-huh. Or what is that, 20 milligrams each? That sounds like a lot. Yeah, probably like five. Maybe there was 10 mints. Yeah. It was something like that. Maybe it was 10 mints, yeah. But anyway, I had it in my pocket. I was going to Chicago for my show. I forgot it was my pocket. I was about to walk to TSA, and I was like, shit. <laughs> and my ex-girlfriend at the time was like, holy shit, man. I gotta do something about this. Either throw it away and it was my garbage can because I'd already passed the lady with the that you show your passport to. Yeah. So I was about to walk through the X-ray thing. I'm like, crap. So I just grabbed the box, opened it, and just swallowed them all. <laughs> all the mints. All of them. You know, the package crumbled it. By the time I got on the fo- on the plane, it hit me like a train. I was just like, <laughs> ow. Next thing I remember, just getting to the hotel room in Chicago, and I was just so high. I just. Just, just down I felt melting in the in the bed oh wow how was your experience on the plane it was quick I was it I was really sleeping the whole time wow that's good I think at I least got you were out pee. 
<laughs> How far is that flight? I don't know. I don't freak. See, I even forgot. <laughs> Five hours, six hours. Is that right? Chicago? Yeah, probably. Send nine, maybe at max. No, not eight, eight nine hours. seven, five. I say it's like a six, seven hour flight. Wow, I can't remember. I don't remember the flight. It's crazy. See what happens, pay people. Yeah, I erased that part of my memory. Maybe <laughs> it just said delete. Yeah, I must have. Yeah, kids. See, yeah. you gotta but, be careful. Yeah. All right, brother man. I have a question for you pertaining to marijuana. What do you like about it? Like, what does it do for you? Because people have their different reasons for smoking, whether they say it's medicinal or recreational. Everybody has their individual stuff, you know, and I don't mean to put you on the spot at all. No. You can just say, hey, cut this shit and we'll edit it out. Or, yeah. For, yeah. What the hell are you doing to me? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm no, good. But question. answer the question. No, good question. Um, I think it changed over time for sure. Um, I can't, I don't want to, I'm going to list them, but it's not in order. Okay. So anxiety is one. Um, sleep, obviously. Uh, mood. Um, Enhances? Or changes? I would say it keeps me stable. Stable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anxiety kind of ties into that. You know, sometimes I'll just get for no reason. Yeah. Um, it's a social, it's a social thing, you know. Um, if you enjoy it with friends, it kind of makes it more enjoyable. Yeah. You know, and then it's kind of like a hobby like we were talking about earlier. It's like a, it's like a culture, you know. No, definitely. Like, I, you're like, man, I want to try that strain. I wonder how that strain crossed with this strain. Like, man. And then learning, you know, growing and all that. But Yeah, then that, story, that, but I was about to say that dives into you, like, mm -hmm. or just to anyone. Like, of course, you're a connoisseur and you're a connoisseur for so long. And then you're like, wait, hey, I wonder if I could, mm -hmm. you know, you never know. Yeah, and it kind of doesn't stop because year after year, you're like, man, I've been doing it for so long. It's kind of like, kind of grew up with it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's crazy just seeing it evolve over time. Definitely. You know? I I mean, I'm only, I'm 27, but I remember buying weed when I was a kid. And, you know, you have to go, you have to know somebody. Yeah. It was really sketchy, <clears throat> you know? There was this, uh, it was just a fuck. It was just, it was a sketchy deal. Mm -hmm. It was a sketchy deal. And then deal. now you're just buying them like candy. That, that, that's what you were saying, you know what I mean? Like when candy. you were saying like, mm -hmm. If if uh, kind of advertising to kids and stuff, mm -hmm. it's kind of scary. You know what I mean? Like, what if I didn't smoke weed? I smoked weed young. Mm -hmm. Smoked weed like in like eleven or twelve, you know. And then you think about like, what did I do to my mind? Because I'm not my mind isn't developed until I'm twenty five, and I'm not saying that. I don't know. I fried something up there. Maybe I don't know. You never know though. You never That's know. That's I wouldn't want my son doing it until like uh, he was just not an idiot you know you know what i mean i was yeah. an idiot for a long time you yeah know? same yeah stupid kid yeah but, but everyone's different you know I th I it's think how you take it and where yeah. we're at now it's like yeah exactly it's always how you perceive it always exactly perception's everything mm -hmm. you know that's all we have well yeah, yeah kind of all we have you know to be play devil devil's advocate you know even alcohol it's yeah. flavored alcohol everywhere remember yeah. when um what is that oh my what is that? What is that? Uh, vodka called that was so popular. Uh, New Amsterdam. No, no, no. no. It was um. Ciroc. Ciroc. There yeah, you go. Dude, those, those flavors were good. Yeah. See how it attracted people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, you can get alcohol anywhere. Yeah. Kids can get a hold of that. That's worse. For real. In my opinion. 
I no, definitely. My experiences were with marijuana at a young age were definitely more of a paranoid. Well, mm-hmm. the, the if it was very, very uh, extreme because we were so paranoid of getting in trouble at some points. You know what I mean? So it was a very the highs were intense and you know they were they were new. So there was a new experience that was very cool. But um, do you want to hear a funny story about that? The first time I got high. Yeah, <laughs> share it with me. I think only my some of my other friends know, but long story short, basically my friend's house, first time I got high, I think smoked a blunt or something. I was upstairs and we're sitting there and it just hit me. You know, that just that high and you don't know, you never experienced it before. Yeah. So you're like, Oh shit. I got up. I was like, dude, I gotta go. <laughs> and I grabbed my keys and I remember just running outside to my truck and I just went straight home and I just went home to my bed and just lay down and stared at the ceiling. I was like breathing. I was like, relax. And I just went to sleep. And that was it? But I was like, had this anxiety. Okay. You know? Yeah, I had a friend that I smoked with and uh, we, okay, so it was 420. And I was about it. I think I was a freshman or an eighth grader. I was in eighth grade when I started smoking. Damn. So, yeah. Um, I had this friend. We had like, I had a group of friends that smoked weed. It was just a thing to do, I guess. And um, one of one of the guys brought like a big sack of bamber weed, just like some brown shit. But it, I mean, it smelled like weed. Mm-hmm. I knew it was weed. We smoked it. But my friend, he's like, "Oh, we have balloons, bro." And I was like, "What are the balloons for? Like, what the fuck? Like, what are you?" So they blew the smoke into the balloon, and then they inhaled it. So they got like double high. They're like, "Oh yeah, huh." So, bro, we had like endless amount of weed, and we were smoking there for probably like twenty to thirty minutes, like ripping pipe potato pipe like potatoes that were formed into a pipe that wow you know what i mean and just one little small pipe and just how it's changed bro but cans my paranoid friend he gets a call from his father and his dad out of all the days wants him to go work with him at the ranch right so um my friend he's like fuck my dad like bro we gotta go right now right now mind you we just got fucking like like obliterated <laughs> right now and i'm tripping because like my steps and we're getting from point a to point b like in snippets like if you blink your eyes you know if you blink your eyes fast right now and just try to you know look at something that's how it was that's how i felt like i was walking like a picture was taken every time <laughs> and i was like oh shit but it was moving very fast so like i go i click my eyes and then we were at a corner i click open my eyes and then i was at a stop sign you know what i mean yeah. So, but we stopped at Burger King first because that was our initial plan. We had to stop at Burger King first. I was like, bro, we have to eat. You know, you have to eat before you go to the ranch, bro. You have to work. I think I talked him into it, honestly. Yeah. I still want a Burger King. I think he was buying me Burger King. Oh, that sounds good. Bro, Burger King. Right now. Bro, Burger King, it's it's delicious. It's probably one of the most underrated fast food spots because people, I think so. Anyway, my friend is looking at his phone. He's tripping balls, dude. He's just, he's going through it, man. And, he has to go work on the ranch for a couple hours later. He's never had. He just said that like, mentally he was like, fuck. He didn't know what to do. He was just so stoned. But he went, worked. Everything was good. My dad would have whooped my ass. But he didn't know. Oh, that was a thing. He didn't know. I was like, how did he not know? Like, you looked like this. Like, you look. Like, well, as long as your eyes aren't red, in my opinion. His eyes were definitely. He just looked, I don't know. He probably just played it off or something. I had a headache. I'm tired. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a very. That was like, oh shit, like, 
you better be on your toes for experience for me like oh man if i'm gonna be doing this can't be caught <laughs> yeah speaking Get, of getting caught yeah yeah no, no one from work listens to this ah interesting, nah, interesting they wouldn't care oh okay my boss might but we can edit all that out if you want yeah hope he's not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but uh allegedly this is all alleged stuff yeah this is all entertainment purposes yeah none of it's true could be true if you want to, if you want to believe However me, bro, come on, it. look at me. You know, you guys see me on Instagram. If you want to believe me, come on, come on. I would not believe you. What? <laughs> 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 no, these are all alleged stories that we talk about. You know what I mean? And it, it was in a different time and place. You know, we were younger. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Man, but I have, I have also another question for you. I also I have a lot of questions for you, man, because not that I don't know you, but I knew you in a different setting. Yeah. I knew you when we were lifting manager. weights. You were my manager. like Which is kind of weird. I didn't feel like it. No, nah, we were definitely just like friends. Yeah. You'd just be like, hey, bro. Chris just made me do his dirty work. He was like, hey, bro. Sorry, like, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? We saw what it was. We saw... It's good though. It's yeah, good for it, my. It's good for my. Because resume. you had and you had to be able to you know be able to do that. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Who, Give people the acts or tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. But it was always respectful, bro. We're always friends. Yeah. But it was always except like a, for um, what's his name? Who? The guy that came and uh, lectured us. Oh, I don't know if I want to mention his name. Yeah. I know people listen to this podcast. Oh. Um. I don't really want to be bad mouthing anybody, but that guy was hilarious, bro. Yeah, it like, was hilarious. It was like just, it was funny. It was funny to me that like this guy was trying to give us pep talks and try to encourage us to sell, sell, sell. <laughs> he told, he told Angel to get, <laughs> get up and say something like, I can do it. <laughs> Angel's like, fuck you. Angel just looked like, at him sorry, like, man. nah, bro. Like, <laughs> I think. Uh, Chris is like, damn, bro. That was like, I think that that was like a spirit breaker, bro. Yeah, that's when I knew it was like done. That was good learning experience, though. That shit was. Everything happens. No, it was beautiful, bro. I learned so much, and they're good people. Yeah, you know, time. It's it's life. uh, Life. Life isn't easy, and people. And uh, okay, so life isn't easy. They're just humans, just like me and you. Mm -hmm. They make mistakes. I don't know what they were going through. I have no clue. You know, I'm not bad mouthing anybody. Just some of the experiences were hilarious. They were some were good, some were bad, just like any others in life. You know, take what you can though from from those moments. Yeah, and that's why we're friends because I took a lot of the moments that we did have, and they were dope, bro. Mm -hmm. It was fun stuff. Fun stuff. Trying to find another gym like that though. It's hard to find something. It's hard to find a gym with character. You know, with with life, with a certain vibe. It's like that dungeon vibe yeah everyone's just on the same we're getting we're here i'm not gonna toot my own horn but when me and the me and the guys work out here bro it's like just we're getting after it that's what's up it's just like a lot of uh a lot of like movements supersetted you Mm -hmm. know i got kettlebells out there pull-ups fucking got the battle rope stuff like that yeah and we just get after it the mindset's crazy like Mm -hmm. it's because one person will try to one you know they'll one up you on purpose to push you Mm -hmm. and if you don't like what are you doing you know, it's it's and it's a yeah. challenge that, and it's cool to be able to do that with your buddies. See, you know? that's the best thing. Yeah. It's a, it's the best. I when I when I used to do CrossFit, I would work out there at CrossFit Hyperactive. Shout out to all the guys out there: Jesse, Efren, uh, the Tapia brothers, uh, Sal, 
honestly, that was uh, Angel. Oh man, I don't. Like, we just oh Tommy. It was just like some of the older crew, Kenny. Um, they would just go throw down, bro. We'd run from uh, Salinas to Spreckles. It's like a six mile run up and back to like a different little town. Yeah. It was fun though, and um, that's when I l- first learned like about. Cause I, I after football I couldn't play, so I kind of seeked something out, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what. But luckily I met my dad, my boy Jesse, <laughs> and he showed me kind of CrossFit and what it was, and he taught me very well. He was a very good trainer, still is, and I fucking loved it. I loved chasing somebody else's time and making sure. Cause if, if you don't have the form down, then you're gonna hurt. Right. So you have you're forced to learn good form. That's how I think logically. Like mm-hmm. I make sure I have to be able to do this because it's just fun you know exactly so that's where i put my mindset and it was just it was fun but i'm rambling we get with the same vibe i feel like goes on here mm-hmm. so it's cool you yeah. guys can find it create your, your little cohort of savages mm-hmm. wherever you're at run some fucking miles do some push-ups do some sit-ups go to a park do some pull-ups yeah, yeah that's the key though you gotta have the people around you yeah i think that's a big key right there yeah. i think I, it's I, tough I, tough to find yeah I think um, it's always about centering yourself first. And then, you know, it, it's hard for people to see an, op- excuse me, to see an opportunity. Some people don't take advantage of the opportunities, I think. Because mm-hmm. like you said, with the hard work and preparation, you know, land these, life falls into place, kind of. It's like, it's, it's supposed to happen. Right. But some people don't see those they overlook them and they keep working and they don't open their eyes and like, Oh my gosh, like look at where I'm at or mm-hmm. look at this next opportunity here or whatever it may be. You know, we just, we're not very visual in our lives. We're, we're kind of stuck and go. Mm-hmm. This was the, the, the lockdown was pretty good for people. I think so. I, I think mentally, like it challenged a lot of us mm-hmm. physically, spiritually, you know, emotionally, like yeah. a lot of shit has happened. Unfortunately, you know, for, for some that couldn't, you know, you know, I know there were some like suicides and stuff, obviously, but you know, it's also, it's a, it was a good and bad thing. You know? Financially, a lot of businesses went out of business, Especially restaurants, yeah. you know, it, it was a tough time, but you, there's good that can come from tough. Mm-hmm. That's how you build yeah. character, I believe. Yeah. You just gotta make the best of it, you know? So, but you know, just got the rest of the year to look forward to. So what are you going to do for the rest of the year, brother? Just keep grinding. Keep grinding. Yeah. Just um, moving up and work, you know, just staying focused and it's keeping me busy and um, getting back to sack. Like I told, told Get you. Get back earlier. out here, man. Yeah. Trying if you want to be house. here, do what you try to do. What you got to do. Yeah. That's the, that's the first step right now. Put yourself in a happy place. Yeah. You know, something, somewhere you want to be. Because I've been moving a lot the last couple of years. Yeah. You know, I think so. I, I've noticed that. Yeah. And need to find a solid. I think for you to put some roots, like you've been saying, you want to. Exactly. You want to create, bro. You mm-hmm. want to build your little empire. Do it. Yeah. You have all the means. Mm-hmm. You know that's just me observing as a friend. Like yeah. every time I talk to you, it's always you're another level up, mm-hmm. and you're looking at life in a different lens, and you've applied what you learned. Yeah. yeah that's one thing I've said. I would I would say about you, yeah, whether it's it. whether it's your physique or whether your your mental state, it's always, oh, like I'm leveling up. It's never. I'm coming back down. Always. And if you are, you're recognizing that, right. you know, yeah. so and you have to be, you know, I'm always critical of myself. I think everyone should be critical of yourself. It gets you comfortable. You know, that's just being complacent, you know? So and what are you getting out you of don't life? Grow from there? Yeah. So that's the one thing I would say this year is I like things that make me feel uncomfortable. It's like, 
damn, I don't want to do that, it. but I'm like, there's something good at the end of that. Yeah. You know, so. It's always satisfying to be able to stand and triumph in, t- in times of adversity. Exactly. You know, yeah. I think it's a human thing. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking thing in our brain that yeah. we wanted to be able to say, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck you, market crashing. Fuck you, jobs yeah. being. I'm glad I'm up. still working, though. No, fortunate, it, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, it's um, it's just a wild time. I look at things. I'm, I'm grateful for what I have. I see the people around me grinding. You know, some some people got a little wild there for a second on Instagram and all the social media. People were stealing shit, and you know, it's a lot of negative that can come from uh, fear. The the um, it's the mental like everybody's fear driven, mm-hmm. and scarcity mode. Everything's scarce again. So let's go get it because we need it. But you really don't. You know, it's something they put into your, to your mental, you know what I mean? And then they overwhelm you, whether it's the media, put your phone down for a second, turn the TV off. Mm-hmm. You know, where do you want to be? Yeah. You know, I think more people should start, stop, you know, listening so much to the news and take a second and, you know, feel what their gut reaction is. You know, a lot of people, I think they've lost that connection. Like they just listen too much to what other people say and believe it. You know, they don't stop and like think about the, the situation. Yeah, question like, is that right? Or questioning? You know, do get, I have get, morals? Do I even the, have morals? Mm-hmm. Like, you know? or gather all the information? You know, regards or there's two sides, three sides, whatever. Yeah, and that's make your and then make your decision. Don't yeah. just say, "Oh, this," because the news said it. I like know. that perspective, man. Mm-hmm. Look at get get the information from all avenues. Mm-hmm. That way, you know objectively. So you're supposed to do, you know. Yeah, people don't understand that when I tell them that. I'm like, all the news say the same thing because it's one side it's the negative or the positive i'm not saying that they're wrong but i'm just saying why would you get information just for one side what about the other side what if the other side's saying the exact same thing Mm -hmm. who you believe then yeah whoever you heard it from first or exactly whatever you believe in or you're it's like whatever you're the people around you believe in so Mm -hmm. you want to be able to talk about it with them yeah how's the weather oh did you see that this happened in kansas and Mm -hmm. kansas has nothing to do with me yeah I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not trying to. A lot of the things that we're watching don't have anything to do with what's going on in my life. So how can I give it that much energy? Right. You know, and I think people don't people want to be able to save to save the world. I had a discussion with Angel earlier or he was having it like. So he was pretty much saying that. People want to save the world. You know, they want to be able to start a movement and they want to change everybody's life instantly or whether it's not instantly. They want to be able to change everybody's life and the way the world looks at it all. And when you realize you can't fight everyone's battles, Mm -hmm. you know, you you're like, oh, shit, you really can't. You cannot fight those battles because you're not even fighting the battles there in your household, in your mind with yourself. Right. So your energy is a power that you have to protect. Right. It's your energy. It's whatever you put your time into you know you you put your time into this that, and the other and you're giving it to this negative source coming into your brain if we're just looking at it on general terms it's a negative that's being put into your brain most of the time or it's some type of agenda being put into your mind and we don't have the clarity to realize that you might not even agree with that you know you haven't even thought for yourself is that the way i want to live my life is that is that fair is that why why are we doing that? You know, that this is also teaching me that like <clears throat> you can't be a yes man. You have to people are looking out for themselves and rightfully so. People have families and mm-hmm. they have their own lives to take care of. Exactly. Um every 
it's, I think it's a time to get your affairs in order. And it sounds like we're all doing it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's at a, it's a time of, a, it's heavy. It, I feel like if we're really looking at the situation, it's heavy because yeah. it's, it's two sides to what's going on right now. It is. There's a, yeah. And this, it's, it's a sticky thing to get into. You know? Definitely. Cause I don't know yeah. much about it. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, uh, would like for this to be over. Yeah. It's just the fear, the fear. I don't like the fear that it's given the, the yeah. fear. Like you go, you go out to places to shop for food and it's a, like, it's a looming kind of, uh, tension mm-hmm. and uh, if you're in a certain area some people might even look at you weird if you're not doing what they're doing exactly and then yeah, it's all it's about like, where you're at so it's ridiculous yeah it's they're like mask shaming people mm-hmm. yeah you know you don't want your mask you don't give a fuck about what's going on. <laughs> you don't care about the human race you don't care about me you don't care about my family i'm like ah you know I, I don't know i don't know what to do yeah i just lost. ignore it i mean there's not if much i gotta wear a do. mask i'll wear a mask to the store if i yeah, don't it's not I a won't. big deal it's just yeah yeah it's just i was listening to another podcast and they were saying it starts with a mask you have to do this to get into here and then what's next you know that's the scary part it's just Mm -hmm. the power that's attached to um the decisions that are made it's all power it's power and we i feel like they say vote and they gotta know your council members and this that and the other but you're being bombarded with so much how Mm -hmm. do you even have the time right it's wild. It's a sticky subject, bro. There's it's so it's much hard to dive. It's so it's a loaded. It's just yeah. loaded with a bunch of Yeah. I just I'm just so tired of it. You know. <laughs> I, I see the news. I don't watch the news, but I see it on all the time and they just attack every little thing. It just makes me mad. I'm like, that's that's nothing to talk about. Yeah. You know, so any good books lately that you've read? You know, sadly, no. No? Okay. Yeah. Do you read though? I did. You did. I just haven't lately. What's the I last book you read? Do you remember? I wouldn't say a book. I was reading. Um, what was I reading? It was one of Gary V's books, but I didn't finish it. Which one was it? I don't know. It was a yellow book. The yellow book by Gary V. Someone, can you can you DM that to me when you listen to this? I would like to I hear about I forgot the name. I was having a brain fart. What, what was it about, though? Like, what was the gist? It's entrepreneurship. Okay. You know. Um, attitude, everything along those lines. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. A lot I mean, of people, people have some, is, he has some good information. Yeah, his stuff is interesting. I really like his YouTube videos, though. Pretty motivational. But, uh, yeah, I haven't read anything in a while. I've just been just work. That's cool. Yeah. And especially with with the weights and stuff, I'm having to drive to Esparto, so it just takes my whole day you know especially after work you know yeah it's a lot longer but i need it you know i gotta work on myself okay so no i mean i'm not i'm not trying to shame you here you're not reading books danny you better yeah. better read and you better brush up on the on the new york times i'm gonna be quizzing you next time you're right <laughs> no i'm joking dude I, it's a good uh, reminder though i need to i'm not a i'm not a book reader but i'm really trying to get through this book called the grand turk mm-hmm. by um it's it's on Mehmet the Conqueror. He conquered Constantine and a whole bunch of other places there. And uh, it's the Ottoman Empire pretty much. But it's about him solely. And I'm like on page like I think like 100 finally. That I got to shout out to me for reading. <laughs> it's very interesting though. He's, he's 21 years of age and he conquered quite a bit mm-hmm. through the years that he uh, reigned. And uh, like it, he created what is like there's still 
like halls and palaces that he created four or five hundred whatever years ago that are still there in Istanbul, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. It's fucking wild, dude. And it's just like, what kind of tenacity did this guy have? How did this guy, this guy must have been nuts because they, they train you as sultan. So they're, they're always, um, you're always schooled. He knew like four or five different languages or some, some crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, well-versed in the Quran and uh, the Bible as well. He was always just kind of gathering knowledge. So I was like, I, I, I dove in. I, I just grew an interest. I saw, um, I was always interested in history went through school, but it was so brief of a passage about the Ottoman Empire, a quick chapter. And then I saw a documentary on Netflix. Uh, it's called Constantinople or Constantine, something like that. And it re-intrigued my interest in it. And I bought the book and it's fucking crazy. He's fucking crazy. He's nuts. How do you do it? How do you conquer shit? He got a javelin through the leg. I fucking said this every podcast already. He got a javelin through the goddamn leg. And he rested because he was it was he was uh, besieging a fucking, fucking place, right? Mm-hmm. And so he rested for the winter and brought his... Uh, brought his men back the following spring to conquer. And I think they surrendered, you know. So it's just th- that will and that drive. It's just yeah. how do you tap into that? So I, I just find him very interesting. Like David Goggin. Yeah, exactly. Another modern day. That's modern day Mehmet. You know what I mean? That frequency. They're both. They're both there. It's crazy. Know? It's crazy. So it's obtainable to the. That's that's why it's fascinating to me because as a human, that kind of mindset and that ability is obtainable. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a matter of practice and discipline and a whole bunch of other craziness, but it's not really crazy. It's just a lot of discipline and constant work, sharpening your iron, uh, your sword. You know, iron sharpens iron. Yeah, but that's a whole another life. Like, are you ready for that life? Or you know what I mean? You know, when I go in the weight room though, when I train, that's how I do it. And okay. I and I realize that you know it took me a couple of years to to get to that point, but I have to dig deep. To get the results. That's beautiful. Have to. That mindset, bro. Mm-hmm. Have it's to. It. And it's really, I. it's funny that my boss at work now, he says the same thing. Just do it. Like, just do it. There's just things in front of you. Just do it. Yeah. And that's how it is when a gym. I feel lazy. You know, you want to go for the rep. I don't even think. I shut everything down and I just, I just go rep after rep. So you're tired. So you can't. So I just dig deep, you know. It's like that dark place. And every, I think a lot of, obviously a lot of bodybuilders know exactly what I'm talking about. You have to, especially yeah. people in the high, you know, uh, in the elite, you know, competing at the top, you know, when you're training, you plateau. So you have to break through more pain to get, you know, more results. Uh-huh. But man, you got to dig deep. But Definitely. That's with anything, you know. And that's, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, we all have our own. We all have that in us. It's we just apply it to different things. Mm-hmm. We're all good at something. Exactly. And when you take that trait that you're good at, whatever that may be, and you actually put that time into it, then it, it becomes something different. It becomes something. I don't know. It blossoms into something else. Mm-hmm. Like you, for me, it was fitness. It was like football, fitness, fitness mindset, mindset, working on myself. It was all a transition. You know what I mean? It's, it's wild. I'm just coming to this right now. It's wild how it starts somewhere with a mindset and a passion and a discipline and a consistency. And it just kind of finds its way. Th- you kind of find your way through life, navigating, doing the same thing wherever you're at, whether you're washing dishes, whether you're coach at a gym, mm-hmm. whether you're an architect, 
you know, whatever it may be, whether you're the mailman, whether you're a prison guard, whether you're an accountant, whatever you may be, you know what I mean? You can apply that, that mindset. It's pretty crazy. I think the best thing to do every day is just be happy and live your life because I think that you're only going to live that day once. That's the bottom line. I think everyone forgets that. Yeah. Be in the now, be in the present moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't worry about tomorrow. People, and I'm guilty of it. You're you're so focused on reaching those goals ahead of you that you don't stop and appreciate the moment. You know, just like take just to be alive. Take five belly breaths a day. You know, stop. Makes you realize a lot. Everybody, stop now and take five deep belly breaths in through your nose, filling up your diaphragm, your stomach getting nice and big like Buddha. Ooh, I like it. You know what I mean? That's it's real. That's just real. Breathing works. Mm-hmm. Breathing. Practice your breathing, people. Yoga taught me how to breathe. I didn't know how to breathe otherwise. A lot of people breathe in their chest. Yeah, I mean, no one's taught how to breathe properly. It's true. I, yeah, I didn't even know how to point. think. You know what I mean? You I, know what? I, like they taught me how to breathe in yoga. They were like, you know, they exactly that. Deep breath in through your nose, filling your belly up, nice and full of air, and then letting it all out. You know, and I, I hate to go off. Well, it's not the same off topic but i bet you a lot of people can't even crawl what do you mean that's the most basic before you can even walk before you can even run you gotta learn how to crawl <laughs> how I long can people, you carry yourself i think people literally cannot crawl yeah bear crawls mm-hmm. i've seen not kids even that can't bear do. crawl not I, even but i've seen people who can't do bear crawls that's literally crawling though mm-hmm. yeah. right oh man and when i say just not just bear crawls i mean your core has to be like you should be able to set something on your back and it should not be able to fall off you should be able to maintain a flat back. You shouldn't be rocking, you know. It's hard. It's, yeah. It's not the majority easy. can't crawl. No, wow. <laughs> but everybody wants to run. Yeah. Get off the fucking. See, that's what's sad is, you know, you'll see by the local park people running, like bigger people, you yeah. know, which is good. I love that the people are getting out there. But instead of focusing on running and all that weight and coming down your knees and not even running in the grass, running in the, in the cement. You should focus on other things, you know, first, you know, good long walk every morning, Stretching. stretch and then diet. Everything yeah. will fall into place. You know, I think that's very key. Um, I used to try to help people out when I was like working out and give them like plans and I would kind of just do what I've been doing. And then I, I started realizing that, whoa, 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 what am I doing? Like I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. I have to build from where they're at and I have to look at their foundation because there's no foundation that we exactly. can't move forward. They mm-hmm. can't move forward. And that's doing the whole service of the, of teaching someone like passing that knowledge on. I think that's pretty sacred because you have someone's, um, well, like their wealth, well being mm-hmm. in your hands, especially if you're a trainer. So you want to make sure that they're safe and they comprehend what's going on. And even if they don't, you have to be able to speak to them in a way that they get it, you know, and build from the out i don't know the foundation you got to create the fucking foundation or you can't get better you can't get stronger you can't yeah. get leaner you'll hurt yourself mm-hmm. exactly and i see that happen and it's like oh, it, it feels but you feel bad because then like they can't, then mm-hmm. their knees start to fucking hurt exactly and they're like oh now i can't do this and then it's the same cycle mm-hmm. you know you gotta like you said crawl before you couldn't even walk mm-hmm. damn that's deep yeah dang that's kind of getting not me emotional but it made me feel some type of way like wow there's just so much more to it. Even when I worked at 24 hour fitness, you know, I would start with mobility and stuff first. Cause I'm like, what's the point of me having this lady do lunges if she can't do it right? She's not 
working the muscle I want her to work. She's compensating. Uh -huh. So like I would start with just activation exercises, mobility, you know, that's, I think that's more important. Having them walk before our session starts, like some of the other trainers, they include cardio in their training times, which kind of messed up. Yeah. But yeah, you know, stick with the basics, you know, I mean, that's all there really is to it. Yeah. You know, it's just like that running thing. People, like you said, people run, they're heavy, mess up their knees, they get hurt and they're like, oh, I can't do it no more. You know? Or it was already an issue, but mm -hmm. they still go ahead and do that because exactly. they want to. And it, fuck, it's such a, like a, I'm always happy to see someone try to better themselves. But, you know, just there is a right way to do things, you know. Um, I wouldn't go try to rebuild a car motor, you know what I mean, or a motor, like a deassemble it and rebuild it because I wouldn't know what I was doing. You know, I need to be able to read a manual first, mm -hmm. know what the wrenches are all called and the sockets and whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be able to, to speak the language. Yep. Just educate yourself a little bit, people. Mm -hmm. Keep it up, though. Everybody's working fucking hard. Everybody who's been listening to the podcast, thank you very much. Everybody who's been showing that love out there. It's been it's been pretty cool, man. It's been pretty cool to feel and to see uh, everybody's getting after it. Everybody's working hard, working out, working on the mental Danny, are you still working with anybody? You still have your clients right now at the moment? Or? No, I don't. Not, not at the, the moment. moment. Yeah. All right. Just taking a break, you know. Nice. So. All right, people. You heard it. We're taking a break. We're relaxing right now. Chilling. Focusing on ourselves. Getting the work done. Thank you, sir, for being here. Oh, you're welcome. All right. You're very welcome. Thank you, sir. Everyone, spare the peace and the love. We are out.